Welcome to the Awakening Podcast Network. Get ready for an inspiring audio from this cutting-edge voice. You can find more podcasts at awakeningpodcasts.com. You want to go deeper? Get equipped to overcome and walk in God's purpose for your life at Awakening House of Prayer's online campus. You'll experience an online family, preaching, teaching, and prophetic impartation for victorious living. We have over a thousand members online hungry for what God is saying and doing in the earth. Visit ahop.online today and join our family. AHOP TV empowers believers with spirit-inspired messages and strategic equipping that accelerates your spiritual growth. You can subscribe to stream weekly content from Awakening House of Prayer, conferences, and other exclusive content to stir your hunger and encourage your heart. Visit us online at ahop.tv. And I want everybody in the room, and if you're at home too, welcome to the platform, Dr. Cindy Trim. Let's look at Ezekiel once again, Ezekiel. Let's read 15 to 21. We're going to get to 16 there. The Bible said, now as I beheld the living creatures, behold, one will upon the earth by the living creatures with his four faces. The appearance of the wheels and their work was like unto the color of beryl. And they four had one likeness. And their appearance and their work, work was as it were a wheel in the middle of the wheel. When they went, they went upon their four sides. And they turned not when they went. As for their rings, they were so high that they were dreadful. And the rings were full of eyes round about the four. And when the living creatures went, the wheels went by them. And when the living creatures were lifted up from the earth, the wheels were lifted up. Whithersoever the spirit was to go, they went thither. Thither was their spirit to go. And the wheels were lifted up over against them. For the spirit of the living creatures was in the wheels. And, where, and, and when those went, these went. And when those stood, these stood. And when those were lifted up from the earth, the wheels were lifted up um, over against them. For the spirit of the living creature was in the wheels. Now, this is an interesting um, vision that Ezekiel has. He, he has this vision of a wheel in the middle of the wheel. And in the vision, Ezekiel sees eternity bringing heaven to bear on earth and earth affecting heaven. It's, it's like Jesus' prayer when he says, when you pray, pray, our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. He saw time as both cyclic and linear. He was saying, I see a wheel within a middle of the wheel. Heaven, it's touching heaven, and as it touches heaven, it is affecting earth. And then Whatever's going on on earth is affecting heaven. 
is this cycle that he saw. Let's just dig a little deeper. Genesis 1, 16 to 18. The Bible said, and God made two great lights, the greater light to rule the day and the lesser light to rule the night. He made the stars also, and God set them in the firmament of heaven to give light upon the earth and to rule over the day and over the night and to divide the light from the darkness. And God saw that it was good. Genesis 8:22. Life is cyclic. While the earth remaineth, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night shall not cease. So that means that we have a cycle while the earth remains. There's going to be seed time and harvest. There's going to be cold and heat. There's going to be summer and winter. If there's a summer, there's going to be a winter. And then the summer is going to come back. It's going to be day and night. And he says, time is like a cycle. It's not going to cease. So time is cyclics. So we have the cycle called a second. So one, sec one second finish, another second comes. Once that finish, another second. So it's cycles of second. So if someone were to put money into your uh, a bank and promise to give it to you in increments of $86,400 every single day and told you you have to spend it all within with one caveat, you could not carry any of it over for the next day, how would you spend it? In other words, we're going to deposit into your bank account $86,400. And you have to spend the total $86,400 in that day. And you cannot carry it over to the next day. How would you spend that money? So just like I gave you that scenario, every day God deposits 86,400 seconds in the bank called life. And he does it every day. And you cannot carry that over. So every day God gives you a gift of time in the form of seconds. Each second has never been used before and it can never be re reused again. You have an opportunity to use it any way you want. And when that second is gone, it's gone forever. So here's my challenge to you today. Make every second count because each second is pregnant with opportunity. I'm going to say it again. God gives everyone time and he gives everyone opportunity. So every second that is given to you is pregnant with an opportunity. Each second is pregnant with an opportunity for you to invest in it for an incredible ROI. That means you have been given 86,400 opportunities to create. You have been given 86,400 opportunities to succeed. You have been given 86,400 opportunities to grow. You have been given 86,400 opportunities to prosper. You have been given 86,400 opportunities to make a decision. You have been given 86,400 
86,400 opportunities to do something epic. You have been given 86,400 opportunities to accomplish a goal. You have been given 86,400 opportunities to finish something you started. You have been given 86,400 opportunities to say, I'm, I love you. You have been given 86,400 opportunities to say, I'm sorry. You have been given 86,400 opportunities to do something in your life. 86,400 opportunities is more than enough time to make a positive life change, to make a change for you to make a change in your marriage, to make a change in your lifetime, to make a lifestyle, to make a change in uh, altering how you conduct your life affairs. 86,400 opportunities to turn your life around. 86,400 opportunities for you to alter the direction of your future. And you are given that every single day. Do not tell me you've never been given an opportunity. You have not used those opportunities. Why? Time comes to you and it's cyclic. You have the cycles called a second. But then God adds something even greater. You have a cycle, cycle called mo moments. If God gives you 86,400 seconds of opportunities, watch this. There are 20 thousand moments in a day moments creates momentum momentum creates monuments so your day is also made up of minutes and moments not just seconds watch this your future comes to you minute by minute by minute please write this down your future is not for sale buy it own every moment of your day. Eminem, please forgive me for using him, but he wrote something that was so brilliant to me. He said, lose yourself. And he said, if you had one shot, one opportunity to seize everything you ever wanted, one moment, would you capture it or would you let it slip? And he has this hook, which I loved. You better lose yourself in the music the moment you own it. You better never let it go. You only get one shot. Do not miss your chance to blow. This opportunity only comes in a lifetime. The moment you own it. How do you buy back your future? You buy it back by owning the moment. Every day, God is going to deposit 20,000 moments into your bank account. What are you going to do with it? How are you going to live your life? Make each moment. How does a moment become something that you remember when you do something epic? Can I ask you a question? Last year on this date, what were you doing? What about July 4th last year? What were you doing? You know why? Because you created a monument of that moment. You did something spectacular. So now it is anchored in your memory. 
So I want every single day of your life to be spectacular, that it's impossible for you not to recall it as something great. One of the philosophers says there's a critical moment for, for all things. There's a critical moment in time for all things. That means that you've got to live consciously and deliberately. You just can't, you just can't go through life doing nothing. Ecclesiastes 9.11 says, I return and so under the sun, the race is not to the swift, nor the battle to the strong, neither yet bread to the wise, nor yet riches to man of understanding, nor yet favor to man of skill, but time and chance or time and opportunity happens to them all. So that means that you not only should be valuing your seconds, you got to value your time to understand the value of time. It will have a profound effect on how you live from day to day, moment by moment. Now watch this. To realize the value of one year, ask the student who failed a few courses in university and had to repeat the next year. To realize the value of one month, ask a mother who gave birth to a premature baby. To realize the value of one week, Ask the editor of a weekly newspaper who forgot to hit the switch. To realize the value of one day, ask a person that works a daily wage labor who has kids to feed based on his ability to work. Ask him the value of a day. To realize the value of one hour, ask the bride who is patiently waiting at the altar to meet a groom that never shows up. To realize the value of one minute, ask the person who missed their connecting flight. To realize the value of one second, ask the person who avoided an accident by one second. To realize the value of one millisecond, ask the person who won the silver medal instead of the gold. Value every moment. Our times are in in his hands, but he wants us to manage our time. Let me just go on. Time is cyclic. Remember the song, Whitney Houston, give me one moment in time. I love that when I'm more than I thought I could be, when all of my dreams are heartbeat away and the answers are all up to me. Give me one moment in time. You remember she sang that for the Olympics. He said, then in that one moment in time, I will feel eternity. You're a winner for a lifetime if you seize that one moment in time. Make it shine. That's amazing. Don't let people waste one second of your day. And never waste one moment. Use your time like money. Time is cyclic. It comes to us in seconds. It comes to us in moments. But watch this. It comes to us in hours as well. Don't just go through life without paying attention to what you are assigned to do in an hour every single day. Assign your time hour by hour. What am I going to do between eight and nine? What am I going to do between nine and ten? 
What am I going to do between 10 and 11? Use your time and assign activities according to that hour. Never spend it. Invest it. Don't spend time with anybody. Invest it. If there's no ROI, then tell people, I don't have time. Can I take you to lunch? Is there going to be an ROI? If it's not going to be an ROI, just say, I don't have the time. Invest your time in pursuing your dreams. Use the 10,000 hour principle. Malcolm Gladwell said, whatever you do for 10,000 hours, you're going to succeed in it. The greatest painters on the earth invested a lot of time to become the greatest. The greatest singers on earth invested time to become the greatest. The greatest dancers invested time. The richest men and women invested time. The wealthiest invested time. Show me the empty garden of a man's soul and I will show you a man that has never cultivated his time. Show me the emptiest hearts with the hopes for their future dashed against the rocks of bitterness and regret and disillusionment and I will show you individuals that spent their time but never invested their time. The poorest and the most obscured have not invested any time in building their wealth. David Beckham put time in to become the greatest. Einstein put time in. What are you using each hour of your day doing? Have you used your time wisely? Pour every ounce of your energy and time into making your dreams a reality because God has given you the resource to do it. You have to invest time in everything in order to be successful at anything. You've got to invest your time. If you want to have a successful relationship, you've got to invest time. If you want to build a healthy home, you've got to invest time. If you want a healthy marriage, you've got to invest time. If you have a, want a healthy body, you've got to invest time. If you want great friendships, you got to invest time. If you want a greater salary, you got to invest time. If if you want a great ministry, you got to invest time. You've got to be able to invest time in developing your reputation. You've got to invest time in investing in the things that will bring you great professional success. You've got to be able to take me moments. You've got to be able to take time to write your vision. You've got to take time to develop your goals. You've got to take time to reflect on your experience. You've got to take time to think about what you really want in life. You've got to take time to plan. You've got to take time to strategize. You've got to take time to get it together. You've got to invest your time to pray. You've got to invest your time in things. And whatever you invest your time in, you are going to have your ROI in that same thing. If you don't invest time in anything, you still have a ROI in nothing. But what you use your minutes for are just as valuable as you having money in your bank account. Time is cyclical. 
click. It comes to us in seconds. It comes to us in minutes. It comes to us in hours. It comes to us in days. And it rotates. That day rotates in a 24 hour cycle. And when it rotates, we call it a day. The secret of your success is hidden in your daily routine. It's hidden in the habits that you have every day. What is it that you do every 24 hours? Because what you do every in a 24 hour period determines what you end up with at the end of a week. That means that if your yesterday is gone, you can reset the button tomorrow. That means if you didn't do it yesterday, you have another opportunity to do it tomorrow. God does not withhold your 24 hours. That means that whatever you didn't complete yesterday, go to bed, don't regret it, but plan to do something about it tomorrow. You've got to understand and when David said, teach me to number my days that I may apply my heart to wisdom, there is Paul echoing something similar. When he said in 1 Corinthians chapter 4 verse 1, let every man so account of us as the minister of Christ and stewards of the mystery of God. In other words, God is one of the greatest accountants. And he said, let us reckon, let us count, let us count, compute. That means that life has its own balance sheet. Your birth is its opening stock. Time is your credit. How you use it is your debit. Your ideas are your assets. Your bad habits are your liability. Your name, your character, your reputation is your character, is your capital. Your successes is your profit. Your failures is your, your loss. Your education, your friendship is your investment. Your age is your depreciation and your debt is your closing stock. That means that whenever we talk about time, time has its own accountant and its accountant is called purpose. God is your auditor. You've got to endeavor to always have a perfect balance sheet because your auditor is going to come back sooner or later to determine how you spend your time. Life happens quickly. The Bible said that life is like a dream that flies away. That is Job 20 and 8. Life is like a shadow that disappears. First Chronicles 29, 15. Life is a cloud that vanishes. Job 7 and 9. Life is a flower that dies. Job 14, 1 to 12. Life is like grass that withers. First Peter 1, 24 to 25. It's a vapor that vanishes. James 4, 4, James 4, 14. It's like a mere breath. Psalms 39 and five. Life is like nothing. Psalm 39 and five. It's like a phantom. Psalm 39 and 6. It's like a sigh. Psalm 90 verse 9. It's like the wind that passes. Psalm 78 39. Solomon said, I've returned and I saw under the sun that the race is not to the swift, nor the battle to the strong, neither yet bread to the wise, nor riches to the man of understanding, nor yet favor to man of skill. But time and chance happens to us all. 
in light of these truths, with this reality, it is important to use your time to determine whether you're going to be sick or healthy, whether you're going to be single or married. And here it is. Time has no discrimination. Time shows up whether you're alone or with your with someone, whether you're saved or not saved, whether you're young or old. Time and opportunity is given to you whether you're happy or sad, whether you're rich or poor, whether you're strong or weak, whether you're employed or unemployed, whether you're living life to its fullest or not, whether you're educated or uneducated. That means that time is given to all of us and time is no respecter of purpose. And I've discovered that if you miss the seconds, you're going to miss the moments, you'll miss the day, you'll miss the hour, you'll miss the week, you'll miss the season, you'll miss the year. That means that all you've got is today. Today I decree and declare that once you understand that time is going to give it, be given to you in increments of 24 hours of day, that means you don't have time to procrastinate. I decree and declare when you walk out of here, you are going to begin to say, teach me to number my day that I days that I will apply my heart to wisdom. I decree you will never procrastinate another day in your life. When you wake up in the morning, you're going to decree I'm going to live today. I'm going to love today. I'm going to create today. I'm going to progress today. I'm going to succeed today. I'm going to innovate today. I'm going to start my business today. I'm going to write my book today. I'm going to succeed today. I'm going to read my goal today. I'm going to pray today. I'm going to push forward today. I'm going to dream today. I'm going to dare today. I'm going to make something right today. I'm going to do something today. I'm going to love somebody today. I'm going to touch somebody today. I'm going to forgive somebody today. I'm going to worship with all my heart today. I'm going to repent today. I'm going to tell someone how much they mean to me today. I'm going to encourage somebody today. I'm going to bless someone today. I'm going to greet someone today. I'm going to serve someone today. I'm going to give hope to someone today. I'm going to search my heart today. I'm going to read God's word today. I'm going to enjoy my family today. I'm not going to wait for tomorrow. Tomorrow I will have to live without regrets. But I'm going to finish this day with no regrets. I'm going to make good choices today. I'm going to make God choices today. I'm going to love God with all my heart today. I'm going to say kind words today. I'm going to greet somebody today. Today I'm going to make a difference in somebody's life. You've got to be able to do what you're going to do. But you're going to do it now. Now, it's in 2 Kings chapter 7 where you hear Elijah say, tomorrow about this time, are you preparing for your tomorrow? And if you are going to be ready for your tomorrow, you've got to do it today. And so I want to prophesy over your life that time is cycling and you are not going to go in tomorrow regretting anything because God is reminding you today how valuable 
your time is. I decree and declare this is the last day you're going to allow someone to waste your time. From today onward, you are not going to waste one second and you are not going to allow anyone to waste one second of your time. Just for today, I decree that this is the beginning of a new day. God has given us this day to use it as we will. We can either waste it or use it for good. But what you do today is important because you are exchanging a day of your life for it and when tomorrow comes this day will be gone forever leaving in its place something that you have traded for it. I decree and declare you will be deliberate with what you are trading your day for. You're going to be deliberate with it when it comes to relationship. You're going to be professionally deliberate. You're going to be nutritionally deliberate. I decree and declare you will not exchange one second of your time, hallelujah, for something that is unhealthy and anyone that will cause you to be irritated or frustrated so that there is a distraction. I decree that those people are being removed swiftly from your life and decree that everyone that comes in your life is going to respect your time. And if you uh, invest any time with anybody, they will recognize that you are exchanging your life for that. I decree everyone that comes into your life is going to value your time because you're going to teach them how valuable your time is. I decree and declare that whatever you trade for your time is going to be gain and not loss. It's going to be good and not evil. It's going to be success and not failure. I decree and declare that you would understand that whatever you have left, you have paid a dear price for it because you paid it with your time. I decree that you will walk out of here with an understanding that if you waste your time, you are actually wasting your life. And I decree and declare that this is the last day of waste. I decree from the day onward, you would set your priorities and focus on the things that really matter according to Matthew 6 33 that you are seeking first the kingdom of God and all of his righteousness and all of these things shall be added unto you I decree every day you are going to make God and his kingdom your priority I decree that there is a shift in your priorities I decree that even if you have conflicting priorities you will always put God first because however your day begins is how it's going to end however your week begins is how it's going to end however your year begins is how it's going to end I decree and declare that you are going to begin every day with God I decree things in your life is shifting. I decree that you are resetting your day. Tomorrow morning about this time, you are going to wake up with a new mindset and a different mindset. I decree that you will use your time wisely. I decree from today on, according to Romans 8 28, you are going to face your greatest challenges, discouraging situations, and seemingly insurmountable problem problems with the resolve that only good can 
come out of this. I decree no matter how bad a situation is, you will superimpose Romans 8, 28 on it and you will begin to say all things will work together for good. It doesn't matter how the week started. It's going to end good. It doesn't matter what's happening in your relationship. It's going to end good. You're going to say like Joseph said, even though they meant it for bad, God, uh, hallelujah, meant it for good to save much people alive. I decree that you're going to practice a positive mental attitude. According to Philippians, I decree that you are going to seek the wisdom of God before you make any decision so that you don't have to go over old ground. I decree that you are going to uh, 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 rely on the Holy Spirit like you rely on a GPS to get you from point A to point B. I decree that you are seeking the wisdom of God before you make any decisions according to Proverbs 3, 5 to 6. I decree that you're going to live a life of gratitude, that this is the last day you're going to grumble and complain and curse your own life, but you are going to live a life of gratitude according to Ephesians 5 and 20. I decree and declare that you are going to honor your word that if you make a promise, you're going to keep a promise. I decree and declare that everyone in your life that is going to, hallelujah, be invited to be in your life for the rest of your life are going to be honorable people. Those people that made promises to you in the days to come, they're going to keep their word and honor their word. I decree and declare that you are elevating your expectations according to Ephesians 3 and 20. I decree that you will communicate with honesty and act with integrity. I decree that you will be diligent with your love and your care for your family. I decree you will practice healthy, positive, successful, prosperous thinking according to Philippians 4 and 8 and Joshua 1, 8 and 9. I decree that you will live authentically according to 1 Chronicles 29, 14 to 9. I decree you will be diligent in earning and managing your finances that you would save more, you would invest more, and you will spend less. I decree and declare you will pursue and invest in solid, mutually beneficial relationships. And if your relationships are not mutually beneficial, you give yourself a gift of goodbye. You will not wait until they tell you goodbye. You will give yourself a goodbye. I decree that you will make the most of your time and that you will have open eyes to perceive opportunities in every crisis and in the middle of every problem. I decree and declare that you will leverage every crisis and it will turn in your favor in the name of Jesus. I decree today you are replacing unhealthy habits with healthy ones. I decree today you will deepen and live out your faith in God. I decree today you will maintain a prayer for attitude. I decree today you will plan for and model generosity and give to those who can never reciprocate. I decree today you will be true to your convictions and core values that you will not compromise your Christianity to blend in with the prevailing culture in a system that will keep you bound. I decree and declare that you are seeking those things 
things which are above and not beneath. I decree today you will be true to your conviction. I decree today you will pursue improvement, refinement, and upgrading in all areas of your life. I decree today you will live morally and conduct all your affairs ethically. I decree today you will ensure that your actions and responses are governed by the word of God. I decree today you will discover and manifest your purpose. I decree today you will maximize your potential. I decree today you will live a life as a visionary thought leader. I decree today you will live a holy lifestyle that fosters peace, success, and prosperity. I decree today that your body, hallelujah, will be given the exercise it needs, your mind, you will give it the rest you need. I decree and declare you will give your soul the nourishment it needs. I decree and you will nurture your soul today I decree you will feed your spirit today I decree you will hone your skills today I decree you will walk in forgiveness towards others and yourself today I decree you will not grow weary in well doing that you will trust God to sustain you I decree today you will give yourself permission to prevail I decree today you will choose and display a positive message attitude and I kept forgetting to give you the scripture Philippians 4 and 8 I decree today you will seek the wisdom of God before you make any decisions Proverbs 3 5 to 6 I decree that this is the day the Lord has made I decree today you will manage your affairs according to specific time frames I decree today you will manage your resources of time your your gifts your talent your relationship your finances and your opportunity today I decree you will deepen and live out your faith in God according to Hebrews 11 and 1 and Mark 11 24 today I decree that you will maintain a prayer for attitude 1 Thessalonians 5 17 that you will pray without ceasing today I decree you will plan for model generosities hallelujah and, and, and give to those that can never return the favor Proverbs 19, 17. Today, I decree and declare, hallelujah, that you would choose, according to Deuteronomy 30, 19, you would choose life over death. You would choose blessing over cursing. I decree and declare, today you will begin to realize that you are not a victim of circumstance that the choice is yours and today you are choosing humility, humility over pride serving over being served honor over dishonor truth over lies transparency over deception openness over closed mindedness integrity over duplicity righteous living over unrighteousness character over compromise trust over distrust love Love over hate, peace over harmony, giving over receiving, faith over disbelief, uh, uh, courage over fear, progress over stagnation, success over failure, prosperity over poverty, health over sickness, kindness over begrudging, generosity over stinginess, joy over depression, happiness over sadness, hard work over laziness, focus over distraction, honesty over dishonesty, morality over 
over immorality, loyalty over disloyalty, faithfulness over betrayal. I decree and declare you will begin to realize that the decision is yours, that God is giving you time, but he's not only giving you time, he's giving you opportunity. I decree and declare every day in every way you are growing wiser, you are growing stronger, you are growing better, you are going prosperous. I decree you are going to live one day at a time and you are going to enjoy every moment in time. And I decree and declare, even if you're in the midst of hardship, I decree now you see this as a pathway to peace. I decree and declare you are standing firm. This is the beginning of a new day. God has given you this day to use it as you will. I decree you will refuse to waste it or maintain the status quo. I decree every day you're going to use it to advance the kingdom and you're going to use it for good and I know that at the end of the day when they write your on your appetite and they give that appetite your birth date and your death date that that dash between your birth date and your death day will account for something. I decree that God is with you. I decree that God will give you an understanding of the value of time and even in the absence of money, even in the absence of education, you will begin to use your time like money and you will use it wisely because your destiny is attached to every day that you are on this earth. Where you end up tomorrow is based on what you do with the seconds and the minutes and the hour that you are on this earth. Use your time wisely. Make every day count. Time management is a misnomer. You can only manage activities according to time frames. No one has an excess of time. And we all get the same amount of time. Structure your days. But most importantly, structure your week. Know what you're going to do on a Monday and a Tuesday and a Wednesday and a Thursday and a Friday and a Saturday and a Sunday. I call it an on-off. Use a Monday to create, the Tuesday to implement, the Wednesday to create, the Thursday to implement, the Friday to create, your Saturday to play and rest, and then your Sunday to worship. And then hit repeat. And if you live your week like that, schedule your activities, what you're going to do each day. What day of the week are you going to do your laundry? What day of the week are you going to clean your car? What day of the week are you going to clean your house? What day of the week are you going to visit your friends and family? What day of the week are you going to have family night? What day of the week are you going to shop? Be very specific with what you allocate your time to. The time you will rise and the time you will sleep. 
the specific time and time frames for calls. You don't take a phone call all during the day. That's why you have an on-off switch. And those of us that are innovative and creative, if you ever hit in a creative or innovative mode, and then you take a telephone call, you diminish your level of innovation. And sometimes you can never get back. When you get that spark of genius, sometimes you can never get back to that. So use your on-off switch. Those of you that are married, make your bedroom off limits to telephones, unless you're expecting an emergency. So once you hit your bedroom, there should be no television and no telephones in that bedroom unless there's an emergency. So let me encourage you. Your bedroom is for sleeping. So go home and get rid of that, uh, that television. Take your television out of your sleeping area and make your bedroom a no phone zone. If you use an alarm, set it near the, um, your door, put a little table by the outside of your room or just put it on the floor and charge it. If you are sleeping, charging your, your phone and you're sleeping with it in the bed, you are creating a very unhealthy environment for your brain. You, you, you're being set up. If you are charging your phone, never use your phone, not even with the earpiece, to speak to anybody until it comes off of the electricity. It's unhealthy waves, electrical waves, that you're sending into your body that's creating an unhealthy environment. Never ever have a, a charged phone and, and, and let your ba baby listen to the air or play with it. Unplug it. And never put that phone by your ear. Use your ear pieces. Move it as far away from your head as you possibly can. Have specific time frames for calls. Make sure you use the on-off switch for all of your devices. Bundle your activities. When you're exercising, if you exercise for an hour, pray and exercise for that hour. While you're um, preparing dinner and cooking, throw some clothes in the washer at the same time. Um, if you're exercising and you have a friend that talks a lot, <laughs> don't be just sitting there letting them eat up a whole hour. Talk to them while you're cooking or talk to them while you're cleaning or talk to them while you're exercising. Make sure you bundle your time. If not, don't talk to them because they're going to eat up two hours, three hours, and they're only going to tell you the same story they talked to you about last year and the year before and the year before. Establish clear goals the weekend before you start your week and intend to accomplish it. Use your week as a seven day marker. Make adjustments to your activities every seven days relative to your overall goals and your objectives. Use your four weeks in a month, and listen to me carefully, those of you that work, once a month go on a mini vacation. And we have staycations but do it once a month. 
Every three months equals a season. Something changes every three months. So that means every 90 days, you should have another accomplishment marker. You have a weekly marker. But every 90 days, you have an accomplishment marker, the things that you plan to accomplish in a 90-day period. You're either going to accomplish it or you're not. And make sure that you do it. And then in the 12-month cycle, ask yourself this question. One year from now, where do I want to be? Where do I want to be financially? Where do I want to be socially? I began this year... And I said, these are the things that I want to accomplish. And I was very, very clear about it. Some things I didn't exactly know how I was going to accomplish. But I said, by the end of this year, this is what I want. This. And every day I ask God for wisdom, God would say, make this call. Connect with this person. Finish this. And I notice now... We've gone through the first quarter and we're going into our second quarter. I notice how much closer I am to realizing my goals. But if you never establish a goal for your year, a goal for your quarter, a goal for the month and a goal for the week, how do you know when you've succeeded? So from today, you are never ever going to live another day without a goal. You're going to leave your week and on the weekend decide next week I'm going to accomplish this. And you are no longer going to use time management strategies. You're going to start managing your activities according to specific time frames. I hope you got something out of this. I hope you were blessed. I hope you walk out knowing that you've got something that you can exchange anything for. And most people ignore it. But tomorrow, about this time, everything about your life is going to be changed for the best. This is the day the Lord has made. And it's got to end good because I started this day with him. Let's pray. Our Father and our God, we give you praise and honor and glory. We thank you for our teaching tonight on time. And there's so much we want to be able to share. But let us start with this. That the wisest man, Solomon, said, I looked under the sun and I noticed something. Time and opportunity is given to everybody. So within our lifetime, each one of us will be given at least one opportunity to succeed. We will have multiple. But if we look at each second, every single day, you're giving us 86,400 opportunities to finish something, to love something, to start something, to accomplish something. And we're going to use our time wisely. So now unto him who is able to do the exceeding abundantly, above all we can ask or think, it's according to the power that works in us. Let the church say, Amen. This has been a production of the Awakening Podcast Network. Jennifer LeClaire is the founder and owner of APN. Our heart is to inspire people and exalt Jesus with every broadcast. We're grateful for our advertisers and supporters that make these podcasts possible.